This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 239. Think you can fail only if you try? Think again. By Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. And I'm Dr. Neil, your very own personal narrator. Welcome to a Thursday edition of Optimal Health Daily. This is one of five podcasts where we read to you from blogs for free so that you don't have to read them yourself. Except on Fridays. That's a little different. I answer your questions. So don't forget to send them in. And today, we're lucky to have a sponsor for this show, so a big thanks to Health IQ, who can help you, the health-conscious listener, get special rates on life insurance. You can learn more and get a free quote at healthiq.com slash daily. That's healthiq.com slash daily. So with that, let's jump right in and hear another post from Nia Shanks as we optimize your life. Think you can fail only if you try? Think again, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. We may hesitate to do something or try new things because we don't want to fail. But what if not taking action could lead to an even bigger failure? If we tried something and didn't attain the desired outcome, we define the event as a failure. We tried, it didn't work, or was a catastrophic disaster. Therefore, we failed. Failure, it seems, is a result of taking action. Just do it, they say. Well, maybe you just did it and hated it, or perhaps the outcome was worse than you expected or could have prepared for. This is why we can easily smooth talk ourselves out of taking action. Trying to avoid failure is a comforting excuse to not take that risk or try that new thing and remain safely in our comfort zone. Taking action is scary because it's an opportunity for us to fail. It makes us vulnerable. We say, if I do this thing, I could fail miserably, or the result may not be what I intended. The action may indeed lead to failure, so we procrastinate, make excuses, or put the thought out of our minds. We nestle snugly back into the welcoming warmth of our comfort zone, safe and sound from the big bully, failure. But it's time to redefine failure. Over the past several months, I've been examining this word, failure, to determine what it truly means and how it occurs. As a result of this personal inspection, I pose to you that inaction can be a failure. You can fail because you didn't act or try. Not taking risks, getting out of our comfort zones, seeing what we're capable of doing, trying the things that keep us awake at night, exploring the what-ifs that excite us, and otherwise not becoming the best versions of ourselves is failing. Sure, by taking action, you may fail by traditional standards. but Inaction can be failing too. I think its consequences could be larger than trying and failing. Not living up to your true potential and allowing your talents, passions, and abilities to explode forth can be considered failing. In this light, taking that chance isn't nearly so intimidating, is it? Let's redefine how we view failure. Changing how we view failure. How can you not allow fear of the what-ifs prevent you from taking action? Perhaps more importantly, when you do take action and things don't go as planned, how can you view failure as a positive experience? First, you must acknowledge that you have a choice in how you view failure. This is best explained by Dr. Carol Dweck in her book, Mindset. In the book, she reveals that we have a choice between two mindsets, a fixed and growth mindset, and they can apply to any area of life, including how we view failure. As a brief overview, Those who have a fixed mindset believe intelligence and other traits they possess were what they were born with, 
meaning it can't be changed. Either you have it, whatever it is, or you don't. Those with a growth mindset believe how we are born is just a starting point, that we can increase our intelligence, learn new skills, and change our traits. As Dweck says in her book, quote, becoming is better than being, end quote. This means that you can improve your skills and do the things you want to do. You don't have to give in to the false notion that you must be born that way. It all comes down to a choice. You can choose which mindset you want to adopt, and this can be applied to how we view failures. Those with a growth mindset view failures as opportunities to improve their skills. And perhaps most importantly, those with a growth mindset believe that failure is an experience, not an identity. It's an opportunity to strengthen your grit, to learn, to grow, to gain knowledge you can't attain from reading a stack of books on a given subject, to become a better, more experienced version of yourself than would otherwise be possible. Failure is one of our greatest teachers, and we'd be wise to heed its lessons. The next time you're paralyzed by fear and tempted to snuggle back into your comfort zone where scary things don't happen, look at the situation differently. Could you fail worse by not taking the chance, doing the thing, or fill in the blank? Could not taking action lead to far greater consequences than if you tried and failed? As a personal example, I've published dozens of articles on this website that scare the crap out of me to put in front of your eyes. Why? Because some people may get offended or hate the content or think I'm an idiot. I've received hate mail for my experiences and views, but I've reasoned it out that not sharing certain things is a bigger failure than posting these articles and facing potential criticism. As a result of the articles published here, I've had the privilege of connecting with others who have had similar experiences and have helped many. In this instance, not posting articles, not taking action because I'm afraid of failing, for example, receiving negative feedback or not sharing something extremely helpful would be a bigger failure because I wouldn't be helping others. I'll continue to take action and not allow unconstructive criticism to affect me. From my perspective, as I mentioned above with that one small example, failure can happen because you don't act. What if you take action and do end up failing anyway? First, have some compassion on yourself. Second, harness the growth mindset and use that experience to make you better, smarter, and more resilient. You can do this if you want to. Remember, it's a learning experience. It doesn't define you. In the end, we all have a choice. When it comes to failure, don't fear it. Not doing the things you want to do can be a bigger failure. Should you encounter failure, learn from it. While it may be a suck fest at the time, you can choose to use that experience to grow. To quote Dr. Dweck one last time, quote, you can look back on your life and say, I could have been, or you can look back and say, I gave my all for the things I valued. You just listened to the post titled, Think You Can Fail Only If You Try? Think Again, by Nia Shanks of niashanks.com. A very big thanks again to Health IQ for helping to keep this podcast going. Health IQ believes that you deserve lower rates on life insurance if you pursue a healthy lifestyle. They use science and data to secure special rates on life insurance for health-conscious people, including avid cyclists, runners, vegans, strength trainers, and more. They've researched this and found that if you frequently exercise with intensity, you have a 22% lower cancer risk, 
a 56% lower heart disease risk and up to a 34% lower risk of early death. But in general, life insurance companies will increase your price for family history, your BMI, and other health attributes. And yet, you don't get rewarded for being active. You could potentially save a lot of money because Health IQ rewards you with special rates on life insurance for being health conscious. Check it out and get a free quote with our link, healthiq.com daily. Again, that's healthiq.com daily. And thank you again to Health IQ for sponsoring the show. I've admitted to many people that I'm actually quite high anxiety and quite an introvert, believe it or not. And if you don't believe it, you're with the majority. Most folks think that I'm an extrovert and have no problem talking to people and jumping right in and trying new things. No, I am not like that at all. For those that know me very well, that's kind of the opposite of me. Social interaction is great. I like it, but it actually drains me. I'm one of those that needs a nap after a party. I shared this with you because, again, I want to let you know that this is not natural to me either. Trying new things is something that I fight all the time, but I have to force myself to do it. I love that quote Nia shared from Dr. Dweck with regards to looking back on your life and saying, what didn't I try? Could I have been better? Could I have done this or that? I love that quote because I've actually started using that quite a bit in my own life. I don't phrase it the exact same way. I think of it more like this. On my deathbed, ooh, that's kind of morbid. Well, how about this? Uh, near the end of my life, when I look back upon my life, would I say, gosh, I'm sorry I tried that. What a bummer. I should have never done that. Or am I going to be more likely to say, I should have just tried it. Knowing me, even though I fear change and I'm high anxiety and don't like new things or whatever, I know I will still regret those things that I haven't tried. I will likely regret less those things I did try and failed at. So if you're anything like me, I get it. It's not easy to jump in and try new things. I have that same fear of failure, but you can push yourself. It just takes a new mindset. It takes a little bit of force, but it can happen. All right, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, thank you for being a subscriber. Thank you for sharing this show with someone. I hope you have a great rest of your Thursday and I'll see you back on the Q&A show tomorrow where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism from bloggers like Derek Sivers, The Minimalists, Zen Habits, and many more. So for more amazing content read to you for free, come subscribe to Optimal Living Daily too, and together we'll optimize your life. You've been listening to Optimal Health Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift, as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.